0: From the pits of hell to the depths of space, allow us to take you on a journey through the macabre, the dark, and the downright
1: weird.
2: We are PVD Horror. (laughs) Hey, what's going on? This is Brandon. Hey, what's up? This is Dave. And you're now tuned in to
1: PVD Horror. You now tuned in to PVD horror. Pretty. All of you are very pretty.
3: Please not. I love you. Hey everyone, this is Dave and welcome to PvD horror. I have a very special interview today because I got to check out the film good boy which i absolutely loved and here i am talking to the creative minds and the actors behind the film um so i'm actually gonna have you all introduce yourselves <laughs> i was gonna go for it but then i decided against it um so would you mind taking a turn and introducing yourselves
0: yeah so my name is Villard uh, bo and i'm the writer and director of the film
1: yeah, my name is Katrine Louise Øpstrup and I am uh, the actor playing Sigrid.
2: And my name is Gerd Løkke and I'm playing Christian. Perfect. Perfect. So, this film
3: absolutely blew me away. So, I really cannot wait to to dig in about this. Um, but first I just kind of wanted to ask your experiences because I know that this was uh able to be shown at Beyond Fest in 2022 and I wanted to know like what it was like, just tell me everything about it. What was it like? seeing people's response to the film? what feedback did you get out? um just all of it?
0: yeah, so that was you know our first screening, you know, sadly, we couldn't you know experience it experience the screening itself, uh, but um you know the, it's it was very nice seeing that people seemed to you know enjoy it, and you know some people uh did not but it seemed that most people enjoyed it but it seemed like everybody had a strong reaction which i think is the most important uh, part you know i think it is a film that's kind of lends itself to have very different reactions and um yeah i think it has has had uh, a wide array of uh, reactions which has been very fun reading about and hearing about
3: yeah um, were both of you also able to be present for the screening? No,
2: neither. No, <laughs> sadly, sadly, we didn't. <laughs> no. Hope okay. We do something.
3: Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, I should have started off and, you know, I think uh, accents might be a dead giveaway, but this is a, a Norwegian film. Uh, so um, it is subtitled. And I know that for our audience, like we have a very wide variety of interests, and um, you know, people lo- love different subgenres and different genres and within the ho- horror thriller realm. So for me, this really hit a sweet spot because I felt it was very psychological. Mm-hmm. And I definitely um, loved the pacing, which was almost in the start, sort of. Um, Like It almost made me want it to go faster, but I liked that feeling because it was giving me some anxiety because I knew something bad was coming. Um, So I guess that would be like a little bit of dread, I guess would be the way to put it. Um, But I I would love to ask one of you if you would mind doing me the honor of maybe giving our audience a quick um, synopsis of what Good Boy is about. Okay, I can
0: do it this time. Uh, We're we're all a little bit scared of trying to give a synopsis. Sure. Well, it starts... um, It's about uh, Sigri who goes on a date on uh, Tinder with a guy named Christian. They hit it off um, and they go over to his place and it turns out he has a big villa and um, she ends up spending the night. Uh, First off, she asks if he um, lives there alone and he says he has a dog. Um, She ends up spending the night and when she wakes up, it turns out that that dog is... Not just a dog, but a man in a dog costume, and uh, yeah. And then we go from there. That's all I give you,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's a good teaser uh, synopsis. I like that, good job. Um, Thank you. So that's an interesting premise, and Katrine and God, I have to ask both of you, when you read this script, what were, what were your thoughts? What, what did you think when you read the premise of this?
2: Do you
1: want to go first? Uh, sure. Uh, well, um, the first part of uh, me meeting this film was doing uh, the audition. And uh, then I did a romantic scene. Um, So at first I thought it was a normal romantic comedy. um, uh, And it wasn't before I got to the second round that I got to read the whole script. And then I understood it was not a romantic comedy. Uh. Uh, But at least it is some part of it is, um, but it was very intriguing to see that this, uh, that um, Wilja is able to blend uh, genres and uh, not follow all the rules that you think that uh, film shall follow in a way and uh, making art uh, how he wants it to be. And uh, it was very intriguing also seeing the possibilities to play with the characters and, um and how much space it was to explore so uh, i i thought it was uh, very interesting when reading the script
2: yeah and well reading it up to a point you kind of you you get the the gist of it and you you accept it and then when i read the script the whole script for the first time because uh, I, when I auditioned, I also experienced very little information, just that this is a guy and he he's dating someone, meeting someone, and he has a dog, which is a man. Okay. And then I read the whole script and then I had to do a double take on, triple take on the, the page where things turn, uh, not giving any spoilers away. And I felt like, wow, okay this is intriguing this is a guy that doesn't hold back that dares to be controversial and a real challenge it could go anywhere and also going into the conversation that it could be kind of figuring we had time to figure new things out and we did up until the moment before we shot it and we even tried some new things at the day we shot it so really uh trusting and and uh, exploring experience uh, at the whole i think i answered more than than you asked but
3: no but exactly. that's great that's great <laughs> so i'm assuming that was intentional that only part of the storyline was given so that you would evoke like a certain um kind of dynamic is that is that accurate
0: well i did i you know you want to at that point when we started casting a lot of people hadn't hadn't um read it you know so we weren't you know you kind of wanted to test out people's reactions and one way was to you know um let the actors um you know um, explore the script and the story in uh, in the way same way the audience would so Mm. they would get like a proper reaction and you know then i could kind of gouge if you know this was a story worth making, and it sure. seen from their reaction that it was something that um, sparked something in them that yeah. they're excited about uh, helping making. Yeah, awesome. So I, I have to ask you, where did
3: this idea of uh, "quote unquote" puppy play <laughs> where, where did where did this come from?
0: Uh, I'm not really sure where you know the. Um, Idea of a man in a dog costume came from really, but I I always found it interesting, you know, the way we treat dogs. We call them, you know, man, not humans, best friend, and um, you know, I'm sure most dogs love their uh, owners, but um, I also feel like they kind of don't have a choice. They're not if if they do something bad, you know, they'll get disciplined, and they don't really have the same tools as humans to, you know, communicate. discomfort and mm-hmm. you know i guess consent in the same way humans are so if it was in it would be interesting what happens if you put a human a real human in that situations because i feel like i would maybe go crazy yeah. if i couldn't you know if i was you know kind of being owned by someone sure. in, in in that way yeah
3: yeah uh, so i have to ask you vilia what where um creating this film like what inspirations did you did you grasp from were there other films that you were kind of like i really love the tone of that
0: or like what did you pull from for this i mean one of the main films were uh, addition especially with um because that has uh you know a st- structure where uh, it kind of changed genres sim also sure. um gone girl where you know where the the way you view where the audience perspective around the characters shifts throughout the film. And then also Fifty Shades of Grey was very much a big part, especially, you know, with a you know rich person that's kind of misunderstood yeah. with kind of like a dark secret, and then um falling in love with a girl. And then I wanted to twist it, because you know, Fifty Shade of Grey, it starts with a person who was very Maybe, you know, a little bit of a nasty person, you know, yeah. we don't really like him. And then it kind of turns. And I kind of wanted to, without giving too much away, do a little bit of a flip around that yeah, type absolutely. of story.
3: I had a thought in my mind about a film that I thought maybe you would reference just because it's the, I, I don't know, maybe it was more the visuals. Like this is a very bright movie, it's mostly during the day. Um, a lot of like bright whiteness, I guess, like color wise, mm. color pattern. Um, it really kind of struck me like I remember it was reminding me of the movie Funny Games. Um, yeah. So I and I was wondering if that like was a film that you were like connected with as far as like um just you know feeling that as you were kind of creating this.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not only with um the visual style, you know, with um it starts you know starts out uh, kind of like a normal film and it kind of looks normal and yeah. kind of perhaps underplays the um, the it's it's more about the situation more about rather than the style in a way i think you know i saw that movie quite early um way too early than you know i was probably yeah. 13 or something i think that yeah it it really you know michael Haneke in general has had a huge influence in my um, storytelling you know he's very um especially funny games is very um uncompromising and doesn't um I mean funny games it seems like the film kind of hates its audience I don't good boy doesn't <laughs> do that but right. Uh, right it wants to challenge the audience and kind of challenge their you know um yeah. Prejudices and uh, you know what they can't expect from a movie like this. So absolutely, I uh, Funny Games is very much uh, awesome. inspiration. Awesome, I, I love when I actually get one right on that.
3: <laughs> so um one thing I wanted to ask uh, you all, I guess, um what is the film like climate? I would say, like in Norway right now, as far as like are other films of this nature being made? Is the film industry in Norway getting like more risky with like? Just kind of being able to put out movies that maybe wouldn't be as so conventional, um, because I I would say this is a rather unconventional film um, in in the ways that like it kind of plays with the with the audience and stuff like that. Is that happening a lot in Norway or is this kind of like trying to uh, create its own path?
0: Uh, Okay, you might might uh, be on the spot for this one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I think um, I was just wondering if somebody else wants to take it, but I, I can I can at least say some things. We we actually did talk about this yesterday, me and uh, Katrin Louise and God about this. Um, you know, there is definitely you know some cool movies being made. You know, um, Sick of Myself I think is a great Norwegian film. Um, obviously everything Joachim Trier makes. And, but, you know, most films in Norway are kind of made in, are kind of state funded, I guess is the right, I'm not sure if that's the right way to say it, but they get money from the, um, uh, yeah, the Norwegian uh, film institution. And then, um, which is a great thing because uh, it, it can be a great thing, but it also, you know, they have some criteria to what type of movies they want to give money to so um and that's usually not movies like these it's usually world war ii movies and yeah. uh, well you know they if, if you know the state is going to fund a film they want to make sure as, as as many people want to see it sure um and we have perhaps a little unorthodox uh, way of making films where we have you know very small crew very few actors and mm-hmm. They want to have more of a traditional uh, set, but um, so I think that, in some ways, can hold back these more um, weird, unconventional films. I think, um, yeah. So, uh, but I, you know, there's a lot of talent in Norway, but I do think there are some type of filmmakers that perhaps are being a little bit held back. Yeah, by that. Which I think is one of the wonderful things about this
3: film, getting this distribution and, Mm. you know, for us getting exposure to it. Um, it feels like something I, I would probably have to seek out normally, but to actually have it being like out there for like, I, I heard of it before we had even, um, you know, read about the synopsis and got offered to do this interview. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yard, um, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing all your names terribly wrong, but uh, I want to ask you did a pretty like big movie um, troll, right? Mm -hmm. And like that differs obviously pretty significantly from like, how you had to act in this film. Like, was that a challenge for you to tone it down? Or like, I don't know, some of your other films, did you have a lot more experience kind of carrying a film the way you had to in this?
2: Well, uh, I shot this before Troll and oh, okay. some of my movies. We we shot this summer three years ago. Um, two. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. They all blend together at this point. It's all right. They, yeah. they all do. <laughs> uh, to, uh, what was your question again? To uh, just like
3: going from one to another, but that kind of explains itself because, I mean, Troll is obviously like this big monster movie, uh, sure. lots of action, and this is so driven by the performances of both of you which were amazing and the chemistry between the two of you is is amazing and katrina this katrina this is your first feature film is that correct yeah Uh, i think that speaks a lot about the talent that you both have but i also like was that chemistry something you both felt right off the bat
1: i find it it was amazing to work with god he has such an amazing talent and uh, I also felt very safe and in production uh, with vilja so both of them helped me a lot to uh, work. Um, and uh, yeah, I felt uh, it felt very safe working with God, and I think that helps a lot uh, to build chemistry uh, on set. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: how much of your like real life personality, God was God was that? If you, were you portraying? um are you like in the beginning you're more uh closed off reserved quiet um we see another side of you in some different forms but like how much of your personality was this or how much were you like really trying to um be somebody else i guess
2: i think that's a really good question i think i i was intrigued by the role uh, because of the challenge and that he's so far away from me mentally um and I also wanted to do physical work to prep, to train, to eat right, to, to get into the mindset of this character. Um, but and, and also plan out the structure, the whole movie. It was really thought out. And I used a lot of time with Villard and with uh, my work as well. And I spent a couple of months trying to figure out how I could step into uh, a space like Christians um, but also when when you're playing, you never leave your own body. So yeah. also going back to what my work is, uh, I try to I try to um, bring some of my own experience and personality in the in the characters because that is unavoidable. unavoidable. Uh, so I, and I think that brings some sort of naturalistic qualities to the to the acting yeah which I appreciate when i when I watch i one of my uh role models is Mickelson. um and I was inspired by the hunt mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah
3: yeah i I just felt like this movie could have been so ineffective had the two of your characters not been believable, mm-hmm. so I think that like there's no there's no way this happens without The two of you, I just lost light. Another thing I wanted to ask uh, was more about costume design and the, the dog's costume, obviously. So it went a very specific Avenue with the costume. Cause you know, instead of doing like a big furry dog costume, it's more like subtle, a little off-putting. What was the intent around that look and how that was supposed to be?
0: Yeah. So when we made the costume yeah you know we didn't really look at dog breeds you know we didn't really take any inspiration we wanted to be frank to be frank in a way like he, yeah. he was his, his own type of dog i we always we wanted to look like you know you always want to have like a memorable look to the costumes so you want to look good in a way but you also want to have like this uncanny valley where it's doesn't look like a human, but doesn't you know it, it resembles a dog, but it doesn't really look like a dog. Where you kind of you're able to forget that there's a human in there, but you're kind of always reminded that there is something like it, it's not real. Yeah. Um So I think you, I think you just yeah. nailed
3: it right there. That uncanny valley is totally it. It's as a it like it resembles what we know of to be a dog. Actually, the very first time we see it, which is really early on. I I swear I did a double take. Like is that is that a real dog? Um but then it's like no quickly it's like no it's not that's not a real dog. You your mind has to like figure that out for a second and that sets the tone I I feel like uh for the film. So that's that's I think that's the perfect description of what you were looking for. That's great. Um so working with somebody in costume like that did that take some adjustment? Was that like um hard to get in character at first or did you was that did it feel pretty natural and like obviously the actor who played Fred was awesome so like you know to be able to just go along and do the panting throughout the film and stuff like that like i give that actor so much credit um uh, but what was it like on your end of that
2: i think it was a great um way to get into character because when i'm christian i believe that this is a dog because yeah. i need to yeah, and as an exit, when I see the human qualities, I'm myself. So I used it as some people use like music or a phrase or something else, but for me, that was a really specific way to get into and out of uh, the character, which I really needed in this yeah. this production. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
1: for me, I I think uh, I have the. Um... Well, playing Sigrid, you get to portray what the audience uh, will experience with meeting this dog. And it is very weird knowing that there's a person there and having to get to Mm -hmm. be comfortable around it. Um, But I also think that for Sigrid's part, uh, it is uh, important for her to accept Frank because she wants to be accepted by a Christian. Um, So it's quite... uh, Fast change, and she's uh, accepting quite quickly. Um, but I think also it's uh, quite weird how fast the human brain uh, can accept things. Yeah. Uh, because we want to accept th- something, then it's uh, then we don't have questions. It's uh, then it's perfectly normal. Um, but, uh, for me playing it, it was like, is it all, all right if I can pat you on the head now or, uh, <laughs> cause it feels very like, uh, uh, what, Trump? what do you say in English? Uh,
3: it's, it, it almost would feel like you're violating someone's boundaries. Like, yeah, you know? exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so it's, uh, it's really weird, but at the same time, we know that uh, the person inside this costume, uh, has, Said it's
3: all right. He's okay. consenting. He's a
0: consenting yeah. adult in this situation. Um, it should be said it was may it was actually two actors playing the dog. Oh. so um yeah. because you only had the main person, the, the guy who does the, you know, who is Frank, who does the panting and stuff. Yeah. Um, oftentimes, most of the times actually when it's you know the mask and you know the costume, it's actually the costume designer and producer of the film or one of the producers, Marie, who is in the costume. So there's actually two people, but then yeah, and then it, as she said, it was very important to make sure that um, um, we we tried to make film it in like a technical way where we kind of got her, um, the dog stuff out of the way early, so she yeah. didn't have to be in a dog costume for hours on end because yeah, it's very dehuman It can be very humanizing, um, both for us, you know, she, the dog gets. Uh, or she gets dehumanized and he gets dehumanized yeah. in the dog costume, but also, um, um yeah, just uncomfortable being on all, for, all fours and being treated like a dog, which know. kind of proves how easy it is, to, uh, how real, like, the plot kind of is where you know Sigri accepts this thing because, yes. in a way, we also in real life, um, accepted the person in the dog costume sure sure
2: Mm -hmm. uh
0: katrine would you have made the
3: same decisions as siegfried to reconsider so she goes on a first date this is not spoiler alert stuff this is early on she goes on a date with christian finds meets his human dog his his puppy and then has to decide do i go on another date with him and ultimately obviously she continues would you have made that same decision or would you have had all your red flags going off and been running for the hills
1: um i think maybe i'm the kind of person that's uh, uh have a uh, lot of red flags and uh, yeah. scared of uh, things but at the same time i want to be a person that is open minded so i'm not quite sure uh, really but i think i would be very skeptical sure uh, but uh, i think it but being open minded and trying to Get to know people. I think is really important. So, and giving people a chance because uh, when you first meet them, you don't know uh, who they are and what reasons they have for being who they are. So I, um, well, I think it's yeah.
3: And I do love the way that that reveal was handled, where it's like, no, it's he's a dog. <laughs> You're like, no, it's not a dog. It's a person. No, he's a dog. <laughs> I love that because it was like it, it really just. I don't know. There was something about that that back and forth that I was like, "This is awesome to see." Because he, I was like, "Is he really convinced that it's a dog?" Or, but no, it was he. Want he was making sure that his friend was Mm. able to feel as if he was who identifies as a dog is able to be the dog that he that he knows he is. So, like, it it just was handled in such a way that I, I felt like it was like I don't know. It was a really good dynamic and everything. Like I said, everything about this film, I really enjoyed it, the pacing the the feelings that i got of discomfort at times of anxiety at times it just i felt like it was super effective so i personally am very excited for our audience to check this film out i know i'll be recommending it and we'll be sharing it a ton um and i also know you guys are now a little removed from the film because as you mentioned it was filmed two years ago are you guys all actively working on other projects currently
0: yeah i'm currently uh in post-production actually on my next feature film so Excellent. Uh, what genre are we talking yeah. it's uh, it's a little bit of the same uh <laughs> actually the same kind of themes too actually um, wouldn't say spiritual uh, sequel but uh, it's uh, yeah it has some similar uh, things to it okay Definitely. we'll be talking to you soon then i see <laughs> yes
3: and how about for the both of you
1: Uh, Well, for me, I'm uh, actually touring with uh, a theatre right now. So uh, it's very fulfilling uh, to meet uh, the audience in another way than in the film. But uh, I hope to work with more films uh, in the future as well. Excellent.
2: Yeah, and for me, uh, I always look out for more work. I try to work as a uh, lot as possible, and I I've started writing my own work, and I continue to educate myself. I just got into uh, uh, an acting school here in in Oslo, so awesome. a bachelor's, and uh, yeah, just using my vacations and uh, and nights and uh, working. That's
3: great. That's great. And best of luck to you and congratulations for getting in that school. Um, this is, I mean, this is three very talented people right here. So I don't think, I don't think you guys are going to have any trouble having successful experiences in the future, but I I do hope that we see more from, from all of you and I'm really excited to see what your next project is going to bring. So, um, thank you guys all for joining us. And I mean, just to recap, could you let our listeners know when they can expect this film to be released?
0: In the U.S. it's uh, 8th of September, uh, and then 11th, uh, September 11th in the U.K. and Ireland. Excellent.
3: Excellent. All right. Well, good boy. September 8th in the U.S. Everybody, make sure you check it out. You're going to enjoy it. Um, and all of you, thank you so much for joining me. This was an absolute pleasure. Likewise. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice talking to you.
3: You too. Thank you very much and have a great day. You too. You too.